It's the calm before the storm, I guess. Anybody that has not been underneath the rock knows that some shitty weather is coming to the St. Louis metro area this weekend, as well as Indiana, et cetera, et cetera. So make sure you pay attention to wherever you get your weather news and pay attention and make sure you're stocked up. Make sure you, you, you stock yourself up on the unnecessary grocery store items to look like a complete moron at the checkout counter and make sure you change your furnace filter. You know, the basics because uh, they're saying they're supposed to get some single-digit temperatures next week. You know, make sure you leave you know running water. You know, c- come on. The basics you're supposed to do when it gets cold out. And if you don't know, just Google it. Ask a friend or whatever. And if you know somebody that, you know, maybe needs to stay somewhere where it's warm, check on your friends, family, maybe friends you haven't talked to in a while, man, because this cold ain't going to be no joke. And I fucking, you know, and me and a guy at work were talking about this as far as cold weather. Why us bigger like bigger guys like cold weather? Because we can always dress to stay warm. In the summer, we can't dress to cool off. It's not like we can walk around butt naked. Nobody wants to see my fat ass in a tank top. I mean, I do wear shorts a lot, and I wear polos. But you know, you can't you can't make yourself any cooler in the summer, but you can in the winter if you're outside doing whatever. So again. Make sure you're prepared. Make sure you check on your friends and families as well. That's most important, man. When, it, when the weather like this comes up, weather is no joke. We want everybody to make sure that they're safe. Get through this because spring will be here before you know it. Let's hope. All right, before I get things started on the news cruise and, and get things rolling on the podcast, two things that I just kind of want to just like throw out there. I had never heard of Gypsy Rose Blanchard until she got out of jail and these documentaries were rolling and et cetera, et cetera. So anybody that knows anything about the story real quick, she had a very abusive relationship with her mother all of her life. She meets this guy online. She befriends him. They're kind of like dating via whatever. And he ends up killing the mom for her and him, I guess. And she gets sentenced to jail. He gets sentenced to jail. It's a bad scene. Now, nobody should be in an abusive relationship no matter what it is. However, I don't think killing... The other person is the option. She says there was no other option. You know, three numbers, 911, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I think there's other ways to get around it, but sometimes people feel that that's how they can escape a bad, abusive situation. So all, all that aside, I had no idea who she was, right? So, of course, you know, I look it up and I, you know, I read the story and I watch the documentary and it's interesting, the stuff that she had to go through. But now she's like this celebrity, man. She's got like a bunch of followers on TikTok and Instagram. And, you know, she's obviously, I think, I would think got a publicist or something. She's definitely just not out of prison winging us by herself. Somebody who's either a friend, somebody who works for a PR firm, hopefully is, is guy, so hopefully keeping her on a straight and narrow. Uh, she is on parole. She can't drink, can't do drugs. But what's really fucked up about the whole thing, one of the couple things fucked up, is they told her she had to leave the state of Illinois. She lived in Springfield. She had to leave. Her probation, her parole officer called. They even showed it on the documentary. She had to leave, I guess, because of all the attention or whatever. That's pretty fucked up. Because what about if you did not have the means or the resources to leave the state? Aren't you setting up the parolee for failure? Hey, man, you got to get the fuck out of Illinois. What about if she didn't have the book deal? What about if she didn't have the deal on Lifetime? What about if she just straight up got out of prison? And didn't have the notoriety of the media, would she still have been kicked out? Like, is that the reason why? You know, they don't want the attention. I don't know. I just, ne- I've never heard of that. I've never, heard, you know, you see like those old movies, like those old Westerns, hell, get out of town and never come back, you know, that kind of shit. 
I, I never thought it happened in real life, but it did because I saw it on the documentary and she had to leave Springfield. But again, if she didn't have the book deal, the documentary deal, everything else, how she's supposed, she didn't have a job. What's she supposed to do? But luckily, obviously, she's got a book deal. She had the, uh, I think, Lifetime or whatever, had the documentary or whatever. And of course, me being nosy, her net worth is now worth like $3 million. And now they're saying because of the social media followings, she can get like, crazy money per a post you know people will send her clothes she can talk about that so she's got a pretty sweet deal set up now of course some of society's like wait a minute we're like we're praising somebody that had their mother killed you know carved up like a fucking turkey and then there's the other part saying you know man she was abused she had to get out so there's a lot of i guess back and forth when i'm reading on the different blogs and talking to different people about how could this been done any different was that really the only option? I mean, there's there's so many shoulda, coulda, wouldas, and I guess unless you're in that situation, we really don't know. But if you watch the documentary, it's pretty interesting, man. This, this girl's been through a lot. Hopefully, that potato head that conned her into getting married before she got out of prison, before she got all the deals, does not take her to the cleaners because the pessimist in me says, I think he's an opportunist. I'm sure he's a nice guy, great guy or whatever. But you kind of look at him, you look at her. And just listening to him talk in the interviews, you're like, man, wait a minute, dude. Yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not buying what they're selling. And I'm not buying also what the Franklin Police Department is saying. And I'm going to tell you why. I posted a video on social media about a week ago. I shared a video where a man decided to rob a Target store and used a U-Haul truck as a getaway truck. So I don't know what was in back of the truck. I don't know if he got like a fucking pallet of TVs. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the contents of the vehicle were. But apparently, there was a police chase involved. And on the video, you can see him coming up to the stoplight, trying to like wheeze in and out of traffic. He hits a car. He tries to get into another one. He takes off running. The police catch him. Now, they get him behind a CVS. So I'm sure they beat his ass if there's no cameras or whatever. Anyway, and they're saying which is bullshit. I'm going to tell you why. Because anybody that has ever driven a fucking U-Haul truck or a rider truck knows goddamn well those trucks cannot go 80 miles an hour. I'm telling you, that's bull. I call bullshit, Franklin Police Department. It says, according to court documents, the man went 80 miles per hour through residential neighborhoods and drove across a school playground. Now, you shouldn't be running from the police, regardless of the speed, obviously. I want to see dash cam footage. I want to see a split screen of the cop's pedometer and the dash cam of him following the U-Haul truck and show me where he was going 80 miles an hour. There's no fuck. They can't. It's impossible. Any rental truck I've ever driven, they have that governor on you where you can't go ridiculous. Maybe this one's different. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was somehow, maybe somehow compromised, but I doubt highly I just think they said he was going 80 miles an hour because they were embarrassed they couldn't catch a fucking U-Haul truck. That's my opinion. I could be wrong. But the only thing I do know, what I am, is Alex B. You're listening to my podcast, and we'll cruise the news and get things rolling right after this. I'm vanilla, baby. I'll choke you, but I ain't no killer, baby. 28 telling me I'm still a baby. I get love in Detroit like Skiller, baby. And the thing about your boy is, I don't like no whips and chains, and you can't tie me down. But you can whip your loving on me. That's right, that's right, whip your loving on me. Young.
Young J A C K A K A Rico like Suave, Young Enrique speaking at AKA. She's an alpha, but not around your boy. She get quiet around your boy. Hold on, don't know what you heard or what you thought about your boy, but they lied about your boy. Going dumb and it's some idiotic about your boy. She wearing cheetah print. That's how bad she won't be spotted around your boy. I'm vanilla, baby. I'll choke you, but I ain't no killer, baby. She 28, telling me I'm still a baby. I get love in Detroit like Skiller, baby. And the thing about your boy is, I don't like no whips and chains, and you can't tie me down. But you can whip your loving on me, baby. Whip your loving on me. Young M I S S I O N A R Y. He's sharp like barbed wire. She stole my heart, then she got archived. I keep it short with a bitch, Lord Farquaad. All the girls in the front row. All the girls at the barricade. All the girls have been waiting all day. Let your tongue hang out. Fuck everything. If you came with a man, let go of his hand. Everybody in the suite kicking up their feet. Stand up, bitch, dance. And all the guys in the back waiting on the next track. Cut your boy a little slack. It's Young Jack. I'm the fucking man. Y'all get it, do you? Type of money, everybody acting like they knew ya. Go uptown, New York City, bitch. Some Spanish girls love me like I'm out with Twitter. Tell Uncle Luke I'm out in Miami too. Clubbing hard, fucking women, ain't much to do. Wrist playing, got a condo up on Biscayne. Still getting brain from a thing, ain't shit changed. How you feel? How you feel? How you feel? 25 sitting on 25 mil, uh. I'm in the building and I'm feeling myself. Rest in peace, Mac Dre. I'ma do it for the bay, okay? Getting paid, we'll holler whenever that stop. My team good, we don't really need a mascot. Tell tune, light one, pass it like a relay. YMCMB, you niggas more YMCA. Me, Franny, and Molly Mall at the cribbo. Shot goes out to Nico, J and Chubb, shot to Gibbo. We got Santa Margarita by the leader. She know even if I'm fucking with her, I don't really need her. Oh, that's how you feel, man, that's really how you feel. Cause the pimpin' nice cold, all these bitches wanna chill. I mean, maybe she won't, then again, maybe she She will, I can almost guarantee she know the deal, real nigga, what's up? Now she want a photo, you already know though You only live once, that's the motto, nigga, YOLO And we bout it every day, every day, every day Like we sitting on the bench, nigga, we don't really play Every day, every day, fuck what anybody say Can't see him cause the money in the way, real nigga, what's up? One time, fuck one time I'm calling niggas out like the umpire Seven grams in the blunt, almost drowned in the pussy So I swam to her butt, it's east side We in this bitch Wish a nigga would like a tree in this bitch And if a leaf fall, put some weed in that bitch That's my M.O. at a beat of that shit I'm fucked up, tore down I'm twisted, door knob Talk stupid, off with your head Nigga money talks, and Mr. Ed Yeah, I'm so young money Got a drum on the gun, and a jazz of bunny Funny how honey ain't sweet like sugar Ain't shit sweet, niggas on the street like hookers I tongue kiss her other tongue Skeet, 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 water gun Oh my God, Becky, look at her butt Don't she? Now she want a photo, you already know though yeah. You only live once, that's the motto, nigga YOLO And we bout it every day, every day, every day Like we sitting on the bench, nigga, we don't really play Every day, every day, fuck what anybody say Can't see him cause the money in the way Real nigga, what's up, what's up
Ah. Look at me sneaking in two songs back to back, kind of like in the same tempo. Some Jack Harlow, some Drake. You're listening to the Alex B. Podcast. That's just a small, another indication that I need to get my ass on these decks, and they're not the ones and twos. I hate when people say that. Like, white people do, hey, man, so-and-so's on the ones and twos. If he's playing off a fucking hard drive or playing off a controller or whatever, he's not on the ones and twos. Ones and twos are reference to Technique's 1200's turntables. Now, if he's using time-coded vinyl, software, it's one thing. But I hate when somebody's just, you know, pressing buttons and mixing. And I'm, not, I'm not discounting that because I do that, but I, I mix. But you're not on the ones and twos. You're on the decks. Okay? If you're mixing like on a Pioneer, you know, Serato, whatever, and you're not actual physically have Technique 1200 turntables, you're on the fucking decks. So please advertise it right. I don't even know why I got on that tangent. I just hate when I see that. Hey, so-and-so is on the ones and twos. No, they're not. Especially the button-pressing DJs out there that don't even mix, that just fucking click and hope to God it lines up. Yeah. Anyway, I won't get into that, man. That's a whole other story. That's that's why I don't even I do not do do the club stuff no more. I don't do weddings and shit. I got my stuff set up in the studio when I feel musically inspired. I get up and you know I'll put a mix out, but really a lot of today's music sucks. I don't know a lot of today's music. I'm not going to lie. I just had a conversation with the boss about that. I don't know what shit that's out now. Anyway, all right, let's talk about New Year's Eve. Hopefully, we're only a couple days of the New Year's, right? So it's last Saturday, right before New Year's Eve, right? Now, everybody knows I used to drive for DoorDash before I came out and accepted this new job. And this is before DoorDash was having you like deliver like household items, before they became like basically a low budget, like fucking UPS. Okay, when they were still just doing food, DoorDashing from food, like Applebee's, that kind of shit, right? So... This is a little peculiar to me. This is out of the loo. You know how I would do in the loo. First of all, if you're out there door dashing, hey, man, get that hustle. Make that money. Please be careful. But don't be delivering nothing at 3.30 in the fucking morning, man, especially going into New Year's. You know people are acting a fool. This guy, 3.30, Saturday morning, last Saturday, right before New Year's Eve. In the 400 block of Oregon Avenue in the Dutchtown neighborhood, investigators say the victim is a 34-year-old man was delivering a DoorDash order to a home when a suspect suddenly approached the passenger side of the car and produced a weapon. The suspect ordered the victim out of the car, snatched the keys, and took off in the northbound direction. First of all, what the fuck's he ordering a three? Don't deliver nothing. Man, know your neighborhood. I remember when I, I used to try to kind of figure out where I was going geographically because back when I was like in like the New Pal Greenfield area, they try to send us like Cumberland and shit. No, I'm not fucking, no. No, because you already, once you DoorDash for a minute, you kind of know where the non-tipping sections are, et cetera, et cetera. But 3.30 in the morning, man, I, it, my mom used to say, and a lot of other people's moms, ain't nothing good happened at 3.30 in the morning unless you're leaving the bar and you're going to bed or you're about to make some decision that you're going to regret in the morning or regret nine months later. Either or, DoorDash, 3.30 in the morning, man, a guy gets carjacked. So police said they're looking for the victim's stolen vehicle. It's a black 2011 Nissan Sentra. It has a Missouri license plate number, VG9LAN. I like how they read out the plate number. You know that plate's long fucking gone, right? As I'm sure the car is. Especially if it happened, you know, the story's just, that that plate's long gone. But if you see it, hopefully, if you see, if you know anything about it, uh, call the St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department, 314-231-1212. Look at me trying to be all community and shit, man. 
You know, trying to be all like, you know, because I don't want to see anybody go without me. I don't I hate to see stuff like that happen, you know, especially around the holidays, man. People are out there just trying to go out there and make an honest living, man. And there's assholes out there that are just just doing bad stuff. And now that, you know, like I said, DoorDash has added a bunch of different shit that they're delivering. They're even advertising. Oh, you can get stuff from the you know drugstore, this and that. No, man, fuck that. No. No, because first time, first time I would be doing DoorDash, hey, man, you got to go pick up this, like, fucking 55-inch flat screen delivered. Fuck you. That ain't happening. Nope. Nope. You call UPS or you can call fucking the Geek Squad over Best Buy. I'm not doing that shit. You are not catching me uh, on that at all. Now, for those of you that want to have a job and don't want it to be DoorDash, I got a job for you via Oscar Meyer, and I think you could probably figure out what the job is if you haven't already. Oscar Meyer is looking for a Wienermobile spokesperson. Now, have you seen that the Wienermobile? It's 27 feet long. Now, you travel the country and serve as like the ambassador. So the job description is uh, each member of the class is entrusted with driving and maintaining the 27-foot hot dog on wheels along with creating social content for the branch channels during their meet and greets across the country. There's 12 selected applicants that they're going to be looking for, Okay. The average travels 20,000 miles per year, visit at least 40 cities across the country, and attend more than 1,200 events. Man, that's a lot of travel. And it pays $35,600 a year, weekly allowance of $150 for meals. I'd blow that in fucking like two or three days. So they'd have to stock me up with some lunch meat or some bullshit. I don't know. 18 paydays of time off, a health benefits package, and 100% of hotel expenses covered. The company has six different of these Wienermobiles that could be tracked online. So those of you that think you might want to take this job and go out there fucking up in the Wienermobile, now nah, they'll track you. That ain't, ain't going to happen. But the disadvantage is the gig is only for a year. So if you got a year to kill, you're in between jobs, and you want something to do, and you might think it's kind of be cool to drive around a big hot dog mobile, uh, get to their website, and uh, they're looking for these six people. What did I say, 12? Did I say, yeah, 12 people will be selected. Go to the Oscar Meyer website if you want a gig driving the Wienermobile for just a year for a little bit uh, over 35 k a year. And uh, yeah, you can have a job if you don't want to do DoorDash, okay? And if you don't want to do a life of crime like this jackass did and decide what better way to get away with the crime than to go to a casino. Listen to this. Last Wednesday... Fisher's Police Department reports that a 35-year-old, 34-year-old Michael Chupé was arrested for robbery and theft after being accused of taking money from a gas station. Robert, uh, robbery was a level 5 felony, by the way, in Indiana. So this happened at 96 in Allisonville at that Circle K over there. Just before 6 a.m. on Wednesday, a gas station employee told police uh, Chupé threatened to shoot employees if he did not give them, they did not give him the money. So they gave him some money. He implied that he had a gun. Never saw a gun. He kind of pointed his waistband, as a lot of people do, I'm sure. So listen to this. So he gets this money, right? So he's like, you know what? He's got the getaway car. He's at 96 in Allisonville. Anybody knows that intersection or that road is crazy, but maybe at 6 o'clock in the morning, not so much. So what does he do, you ask? He goes to the casino in Shelbyville, my former place of employment, by the way, now affectionately called uh, Horseshoe, Indianapolis, formerly known as Indiana Grand, Indiana Live, etc. We call it whatever you want. So he decides to go there. Now you're thinking to yourself, wait a minute, why would you go to such a big open space? You just got done robbing a gas station. What are you trying to do? 
Why would you get caught? So I guess they looked at surveillance from the gas station. They used license plate reader technology, and they tracked them to the Horseshoe Casino in Shelbyville. And let me tell you something. The IGC there in Shelbyville does not fuck around. I know some of those guys. They'll catch you. They're, if you're in there fucking up, they're going to catch you. So they, in conjunction with Shelbyville police fishers, they, they caught the guy. So they found currency consistent, which was stolen from the gas station, and clothing consistent what the suspect was wearing during the robbery in the vehicle that he was using. Because, you know, there's cameras in the garages and shit, too. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, why would you go to a casino? You're going to try to sit at the blackjack table for a couple hours? No, a lot of these guys do. I shouldn't even be saying this. If you're in the gaming business, you know this. So let's say, for example, you steal $1,000 from the gas station. So this clown would take $1,000, let's say, goes to a slot machine or whatever. So what they do is, you know, they'll go in, they'll put a thousand, you know, the big high limit machines. Okay. They'll put a couple hundred bucks in there. They'll bet minimal. Then they'll cash out. So basically they're, they're laundering the money basically right there in front of you. So the actual physical money that they walked out of whatever venue that they walked out with is now in this machine. You know, or they'll take a hundred bucks, put a hundred bucks in a penny machine. They'll bet a dollar. They'll take $99, get it in a voucher, go to the cage, cash it out. And now the money's been recycled. Now, I don't know how often it happens. I'm sure it does happen. I know people get caught trying to do that. You know, it's, it's called suspicious gaming. I mean, you can pretty much see it. I mean, it, it doesn't, those surveillance people, it, it, you could catch that stuff. Anybody that's been in the gaming business knows what I'm talking about. You see somebody sitting in the machine for like two minutes puts in a shitload of money, bets just a little bit, hits the voucher button, goes right to the cage. Nah, man, you up to no good. You up to no good. So hats off, man, to the Indiana Gaming Commission, IGC guys at Shelbyville. Again, they don't fuck around. They will catch you. Uh, They got the guys, so I guess he's going to be – he's booked in Hamilton County Jail. If he's convicted, he can face six-year prison sentence and a fine of up to $10,000. They didn't say how much money he got away with, or anything like that, but again, he's busted. And it just shows you crime doesn't pay. And crime doesn't pay even if you try to go to a casino afterwards. <laughs> it still doesn't pay regardless. So stop. Y'all just, mm. No, just, just don't do it.
listening to the Alex B podcast. Almost ready to wrap up this podcast, man. I played a lot of music this time, man. Played some Drake, played some Jack Harlow, just played some Janet and Michael. Ran my mouth, of course. That's what I do on the Alex B podcast. Social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and occasionally TikTok. You know, there's again some stories that need a visual so you can kind of see where I'm going at. And guys, This is my, before I read this next story, I'm going to say this. Stop being so desperate for a piece of ass. Stop inviting strange women over to your house at odd hours just to get laid, man. Just, you're, geez, I hate seeing these stories, man, because they're so predictable and they're so routine and almost, almost frequent. It's almost like commonplace. Uh, St. Louis police have busted a 27-year-old North County woman who helped set up an accomplice to rob the man she spent the night with, and her 32-year-old accomplice also now faces charges. Court records say the woman spent the night at an apartment in the city's academy neighborhood, and she left the door unlocked when she left the next day so her accomplice could rob the person living there. Man, uh uh-uh. Once once you wake up, don't let her, don't, fellas... Man, sleep with one eye open. Especially if you don't know who the fuck that is. You're better off just staying awake the whole time while she's sleeping and then sleep after she leaves. Because you don't. this shit happens all the time. Uh, prosecutors filed felony, robbery, armed criminal action, and burglary charges against Lamandris Bobo, age 32, saying that he was one of two masked men who entered the apartment on Union Boulevard and stole cash and jewelry from the man living there. They, weren't lit into the, they were lit into the building by Brittany Gilpin, who told the victim in the case that she was going out for a pack of cigarettes. Nah, uh-uh, nah, nope. Then guess what? If she's going out for a pack of cigarettes, you walk her ass to the door, you lock it behind you. When she comes back, you look at the people, and even then, somebody could be out of the viewing distance of the people, and bad shit can happen there. So you did not uh nope. The robbery allegedly happened December 7th. That day, police say Gilpin is seen on surveillance video talking on the phone as she leaves the apartment. She's calling up Bobo, whose nickname, by the way, is Rambo. How about that? Bobo Rambo. So she's on the phone with Bobo Rambo saying, hey, man, I got this fucker set up, man. Come through. Come pull up. And uh, she left the premises showing no concern. Of course she didn't. She's going to try to be cool. Once inside, 
Bobo and the other man emptied the victim's pockets and stole $2,000 worth of jewelry from his apartment. Prosecutors say also they took $4,000 in total of cash. Man, you don't leave, man, nah, you don't leave $4,000 laying around your house if you're writing some broad over. You don't know this? Nah, no, no, no. You lock that shit up or something. After the robbery, the victim contacted police and gave them Gilpin's address, which prosecutors say she shared with Bobo also known as Rambo. This is funny to say. Bobo Rambo, Bobo Rambo. You don't know the motto. <laughs> Search of the residence turned up the weapon allegedly used in the robbery as well as some of the jewelry taken from the man's apartment. Gilpin is facing robbery and burglary charges as well. She is currently in the City Justice Center and has a bond hearing. Bobo does not appear to be in custody at this time. Of course, because he's Rambo. If he's Rambo, you're not going to catch him right away, right? Guys, stop doing this. Stop doing this. Stop inviting strange women over the house, blah, 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 just to get a piece of ass. You're better off like fucking some ugly chick that you already know or something you can trust not to fucking rob you as soon as she leaves your crib. That's what needs to happen. Guys, stop this shit, man. Just stop. It's just, it's sad. Now, one more story. I was talking to a buddy of mine about this yesterday on the phone, and if y'all ain't got nothing to hide, there shouldn't be any kind of altercation or whatever, because a lot of times, some, not often, folks are hiding behind religion to do bad shit. And this is also the case. This is weird. Now, look this story up. This happened in New York, man. A secret synagogue tunnel sets off altercation that leads to nine arrests. So apparently, they found this tunnel. I don't know. They're trying to pull some El Chapo shit or some terror shit. We don't know. But if you got nothing to hide, then why are you clashing with the police if they want to see what's in the tunnel? And why are you building a tunnel underneath the fucking synagogue? If you don't want people to stereotype your religion, you know, whether, you know, Muslim or whatever, stop doing like sneaky shit. Now, again, we don't know what was in the tunnel. But again, these dudes like were clashing with police. Nine people got arrested. So you all are hiding something. And I think... When you're in a, in a situation like that, I think once you break underneath the ground and you're like God's earth or whatever, then, you know, we got to, we, we don't know what's going on. So I will update this story when I find out more about it. I don't know much about it. Um, I have seen it online. Uh, I know the New York Times ran a story. That's where I saw the article at. So look it up for yourselves if you think I'm just full of shit and see what your take is on it. Maybe you might see something there. I don't know. But again, why are you building a tunnel? Is it for storage? Is it for, like, what's it for? What's the, what, what, what all, why all the secrecy? Why be all secretive? A tunnel underneath a fucking synagogue in New York, Brooklyn of all places. Mm-mm. You've been listening to the Alex B. Podcast. It is Thursday, at least when I'm recording this, and hopefully you're listening to it. Uh, again, winter weather coming to the St. Louis metro area as well as Indiana. Uh, temperatures are going to suck next week. Today, I think it's supposed to be high of maybe almost 50. So if you're getting out today, hopefully you're in it, you're enjoying it, because starting tomorrow, it's going to suck. And that might even prompt me after playing that little little Drake, uh, Jack Harlow splice to actually get in there and do some recording. So have a great Thursday. I'll holler at you soon. Follow the social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, occasionally TikTok. You've been listening to the Alex B. Podcast. I am out.